Let's take our seat gently. Thank you very much, Carl. Let's take our seats gently. Thank you very much, choir. Welcome to church. Look up someone that is by your side or head of you tell the person, welcome to church. Bless the Lord that I have a privilege to share God's word with you. Heavenly Father, thank you because your word will come forth. In truth, in verity, in clarity, honesty, with gravity, and purity so that every person will be edified and schooled and instructed in the veracity of this lineage of truth thank you Jesus for healing power in operation thank you for signs and wonders there is none like you Lord in Jesus' name we have prayed. Say amen boldly. Amen. <clears throat> Psalm 84 and verse 11. For the Lord God is a son and a shield. I shared along these lines at camp. We just concluded Grace Network Camp Meeting 2018 that held at um, RCCG Campgrounds. Lagos is by the expressway, 23rd of August until 26th. Psalm 84. Verse number 11. For the Lord God is a son and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, verse 12. Blessed is a man that trusted in thee. If I should read some two, three scriptures, I should, or I should quote them, quote them. Second Corinthians 1 and verse 20. For all the promises of God are in him Yes. And amen. My ask to the glory of God. Fifteen eighteen. Fifteen eight. Jesus Christ was a minister of God, a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God. To confirm all the promises that God made unto the fathers. Act thirteen thirty two. Acts thirteen thirty two. Some very fundamental scriptures 
that I think we should revisit over and over again. Especially since it looks like most people in the world circles do not really get that um, clear distinguishing difference between the old and the new covenant. Especially as it makes the Old Testament by its type and its revelation obsolete. Acts 13 and verse 32 And we declare unto you glad tidings how that the promise have you seen this in your Bible? Which was made unto the fathers God has fulfilled the same to us their children in that he raised Jesus Christ again from the dead. As it is written in the second psalm, thou art my son and today and this day have I begotten thee. Sometimes when I hear people say something like I love the book of Psalms or somebody says I love um, Isaiah I love Ezekiel I love Proverbs I'm always very very suspicious of what exactly they love in this part of the Bible The Lord is a son. The Lord is the Lord is son. The Lord is shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing shall he withhold from them that put their trust in him. Is a general concept of God that we have. And this concept of God is erroneous. The concept of God is that we have where all we think about God is what we can receive, what we can get. It's a wrong concept. When somebody says, I just like the way David describes the new creature. I'm wondering, does David know the new creature? When somebody says, I love the way David describes salvation. Does David know salvation? Hebrews 8 and verse 13, in that he says, Hebrews 8 and verse 13, in that he says, a new testament he hath made the first old. Now that's with decays, and works that old is ready to vanish away. You seem not to get what is going on. You seem not to get what is going on at all. Hebrews chapter number 9 and verse 10 bears it all.
Hebrews 9 and verse 10. Let's, let's get what is going on. Because what is going on will never be some biases we all have. And I know that church has biases. Somebody says, my pastor does not like Solomon. Because my pastor believes Solomon was infested with the demon of Mammon. No, my pastor does not like uh, rag tagged Paul. He believes that Solomon is a man of God. <laughs> I don't think the problem would ever be this biases. Especially when we are and we have put away all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and we have received with meekness and grafted what that is able to save. Hebrews 9 and verse 10 which stood only in meat and drinks and diverse washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until 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 I don't know but I have found it very very easy to agree the Old Testament is done away with. I have never. Now nobody told me. Let's not um, debate this. Nobody on this earth. Nobody on this earth told me. The Old Testament is done away with. Nobody on this earth. The closest somebody told me about um, this thing is um, one brother, Sam Igbeaye. He has a church at Ibadan, Uzana, Uzana Praise Assembly. While we were at A-Levels, he used to tell me that allowing a thing as petite as what a woman wears or what a man wears, clogged righteousness as taught by E.W. Kenyon and Higgin was religion. Because up till now, Sammy Bayer himself is under the Old Testament and his church in the battle. So it's not as though anybody sat me down and told me. Now, neither did I have any issues with obeying the laws of God. I have never in my life had any qualms or troubles with Bible. But I read it. I discovered it. I read Romans chapter 6 to 11. And I read Romans chapter 1 to 16. I read 2 Corinthians chapter 3 to 7. And I read 2 Corinthians chapter 1 to 13. Then I read 1 Corinthians 1 to 14. And then I moved on till I closed it on 16. I don't know what you make of it, but which truth only in meats and drinks and diverse washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until it means the Old Testament operated within a particular time frame. The Old Testament could go as long as the time frame allowed it. Until now, when the Old Testament is read, 2 Corinthians 3 and verse 14, a veil covers their heart, which really is done away in Christ Jesus. Until now, My brother, my sister, what am I saying? Don't tell me you love Psalms. No. Psalms is a wrong representation of God. 
the only platform under which the book of Psalms can be appropriate or sensible is within the Old Testament which has been done away with. Now I have said this in this church only God knows the number of times but I don't think it's tedious to say it again. When we talk about Old versus New Testament part of the Bible and covenant operation we're not talking about old school, new school. And, and that's serious. Old school, new school. That's what comes to many minds. People will say, well, um, God operated under the Old Testament. God now operates under the New Testament. Now that's that's um, gruesomely erroneous. Are you in church? I said again. God operated under the Old Testament. God is operating under the New Testament. That's what many of us think. I'll say it again. God operated under the Old Testament. God is now operating under the New Testament. The same God. So, the same God, two testaments. So, the Bible becomes a complementary book. This is a gruesome error. The Bible does not need to be a complimentary book. The Bible is a message. And the message is Christ Jesus in the New Testament. The Old Testament does not add up. The Old Testament does not add up. If the Old Testament is not a part of the Bible, there are no issues at all. The reason why the Old Testament is never to be conceived as a danger is because the Bible is to be read. But because most Christians do not read their Bibles, it has become extremely dangerous to have the Old Testament as part of the Bible. Because most Christians are not looking at the Bible from the frame of the New Testament. They are looking at the Bible as... Two testaments, the same God. So you try your luck. I had a preacher who said, uh, it's the same testament. <laughs> Abraham's blessings in Christ. The same testament. He said, boy, oh boy. Please don't think of all shoes. New shoe. Don't think of old school. New school. Don't think of fluctuating between wearing booba with long sleeve or short sleeve. Sometimes you buy an Afro wig. Some special imported Afro wig you keep it in your house for 10 years. Then it comes into vogue again. You take it up. So you say the Afro wig is Old Testament. You are now wearing New Testament. <laughs> no. What about old keyboard, new keyboard? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. In that he says a kahinus never existed before. In that, he says it is a testament that never existed before. 
Hebrews 8.13 In that he says it is a covenant agreement with God or between God and men that never existed before. He has made the first old. You know something? The Old Testament was not called Old Testament by name. It was called Old Testament by relationship. Let me say it again. The name of the Old Testament is not Old Testament. The name of the Old Testament is Testament. But being made old because of the New Testament. The name of the Old Testament, now it's called First Testament. Hebrews 8 and verse 7. The name of the Old Testament is not Old Testament because this was a coinage. God never said Old Testament, New Testament. God made testament with the house of Israel through Abraham. This first testament, this first testament is now called old. Hebrews 8.13 By virtue of the New Testament. He hath made the first old. You see, see what see the word old Hebrews 8 13. See the second time old. <laughs> I encountered some boys on Facebook some months ago, close to one year now, who argued to stand still. Hebrews 8 and verse 13. The word old in the in the Greek does not suggest still. The word old does not suggest still. It doesn't suggest uh, partially useful. You know how your mother used to change pots those days? Your mother would buy some brand new toa. These are called toa. Silver shining silver pots. Toa. She brings a set of four. Toa. She buys from Gambari Market Lorry. Toa. Very clean. Expensive. She brings to the house and then other pots of similar size, no matter how recently they've been bought, they are packed up and hid somewhere. So we talk about old pots and then new pots. So we could say that after a while, the old pots are now stale. They are out of use. They've not been in use for long. We may still need them. We have some larger cooking to do. We wash them up, dry them, and use them up. So you can call for your old wig. You can call for your old shoe. You can call for your old shirt. You can call for your old design. You can call for your old car. Sometimes you call for your old girlfriend. This is what I'm talking about. Say, old girlfriend, my new girlfriend has run away. Come. This is exactly the very funny and erroneous mentality we have of the Old Testament. This is not so. The word old in the Greek at Hebrews 8 and verse 13 cannot useless. 
You can't check. Useless. Obsolete. Useless. Obsolete. Useless. Obsolete. Useless. Obsolete. Useless. Obsolete. Useless. Obsolete. Are you in church? Obsolete. One out or obsolete. Decay. To make to decay. Decay. <clears throat> to decay. So, so corrupt. Obsolete. Decay. One out. Corrupt. And it's it's buttressed. Now that which decays. So let's see what we're saying. New shirts, decayed shirts. This is the relationship between the Old and the New Testament. Decayed speaker, new speaker. Now one is, one is dead, the other is alive. This ideology of is the same Bible. What are you saying? What are you saying? Doesn't David have the spirit of God? What are you saying? Ah, pastor, let's not be hard on the Bible. When Muslims hear this thing, they will say we are confused. Ah, ah, revo. You are already going to extreme. You are going to fall to a ditch, oh. Which one is the Old Testament is done away with? Ah ah. Ah ah. Did God send you to take the Old Testament is done away with? Hey, Revo. Hey, hey. You are going to hell, small, small. Did God send you to tell us the Old Testament is done? Well, 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 well. Let's not argue. Let's not be between, be between you and I. In that he says, a fresh never existed before covenant he hath made the first useless, decayed old now that which decayeth and works out old is ready to vanish away in fact it has vanished in the sight of God the old testament does not exist again again Have you not seen that? It has decayed. is ready to vanish away. 2,000 years ago. And you are here fighting me now that it's still active. Oh. 2,000 years ago, God was ready to vanish away. 2,000 years after, we are here arguing. It is the Bible. Are we going to tear it? It is the Bible. 2,000 years ago, God was ready to vanish away. 2,000 years after, the Christian says, I just like David. 
2,000 years ago, God was says decayeth, useless, obsolete. 2,000 years ago, pastors are asking for the spirit of David. 2,000 years ago, hey, obsolete, decayed, waxed old, ready to vanish away. 2,000 years after, Christian brethren all over the place seeking the spirit of Isaiah. Uh-uh. What David calls salvation is not salvation of the New Testament. It cannot be. What Daniel calls salvation cannot be salvation by the blood of Jesus. It cannot be. What Isaiah calls deliverance cannot be deliverance in the New Testament. The first issue I had some years ago, I saw some scriptures and I began to ask some pastors, why is Jesus talking this way? And they would say, look, 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 don't read that, don't read that verse of the Bible, don't, don't, don't read that verse of that, th th this verse you are reading can get you mad. Don't read this verse. No wonder I became mad after some time. And I'm still mad. I'm not willing to be free till Jesus comes. The madness is a good madness. I'd rather be mad in truth than be sane in lies. Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. I'd rather be mad being objective than being sane. Be subjective. What does it? Who am I? I don't, I don't have a stake in the business. I'd rather be mad agreeing with what the Bible says than being sane agreeing with what human beings say. Human beings like me. Let's learn one or two scriptures. Let's, let's, let's compare notes. Matthew's Gospel. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11. Let's learn some scriptures. Are you sure you came in the church today? Matthew 11, verse 11. Verily I see unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding. He that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. This means John the Baptist was not in the kingdom of heaven when Jesus was talking. See the Bible. John the Baptist that came to announce the coming of Christ John 10, who did no miracle from verse 40 on. I showed it to my pastor some years ago at Tanke. I said, ah, uh, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. This, this, what's that? What's that? Well, let, me see, let, me see, let me see. This scripture. This scripture. It's, 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 it's not there. It's not there. Sir. It, I can see it, sir. A car. Only. It's not, no, 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 no. Look, 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 look. All this. You, you, you are going to shall be bleak out. Don't be a shall be bleak. I said, ah, this is what Jesus is saying about John the Baptist. You are shall be bleak out. Stop, stop, stop. That was his answer. This man is suspect. He does not know. And it, it wasn't new to me. It was not new to me. It wasn't new to me. When I was, JS, as I, when I was at JS, um, not JS, when I was at, from one, secondary school, I used to have serious issues with mathematics. I could score 98 in English and, and score 30 in mathematics. I used to have serious issues in mathematics. Until, from three, 
when my mother's cousin and uncle came on CAC pastor like that, when Jale moved to St. Barnabas, we used to call him Pastor Raphael. He grabbed my skull. He grabbed my skull. He said, A young lady, kill a woe, kill a she, a she of Polomode, come on, my silo, Lato Nilo, come on, my silo, come on, my silo, Loluko Jesu, drop my head like that. And something happened to me. From dust to grease. Something happened to me. I can never forget in my life. My mind opened to Isilo. You know, I will tell you if it's a lie or not. But there is more Isilo. That's joy. But there is more Isilo. Now that, that revived my interest in mathematics, in chemistry, in physics. Isilo. Calculations just weakened. Whatever he did, how he did it, the working of angels, the power, I can't, I, I'm not here to debate that for now. I just know he laid his hands over my head and said, Come on, my Shiro. If you don't believe what he did, when I see him, I'll point him to him. This is a man. This is a man that told angels to walk on my body. I don't understand. But then, before, between JS1 and JS3, I used to have a guy that was at JS3. He lived in our house. Kayode Belo. His name is Kayode Semiu Belo. Very good mathematics. He was at, from three, I was at from one. We lived in the same house. He was staying with us. He was from our hometown, our relation. I've been trying to seek his contact for 30 years. I've not been able to find it. Now, this guy was good in mathematics in his class. And I could bring him a solution. The moment it was puzzling to him, he would say, it's beyond you. It's not, it's, it's, it's not mathematics. Go, 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 go. Help me solve it. No, no, no. It's not, it's, not, it's not mathematics. So, when the pastor told me that the part of the Bible was not in Bible, I knew that it was just being like Kyle Debelo. So, this guy is a liar. He's just like Samuel. He doesn't know how to solve it and he will not tell us or tell me this is the way out of it. Very, very assured you, among them that are born of women, there had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. It means John the Baptist is the highest of those born of women. And John the Baptist is the Christian do, is the last. Then is king. The scheme is about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is about faith in Christ Jesus. This scheme will produce people that even the least, the least in this scheme will be greater than John the Baptist. This is Bible. Sounds difficult, but it's now simple. Born of women, born of heaven. Born of women, born of God. Very, very clear distinction. Under the Old Testament, people's nativity people's birth, people's lineage, people's consangs, consanguinos and congenitors and callings. Bloodline, inheritance line were listed. The son of, the son of, the son of. In the New Testament, there is an emphasis on the spiritual birth line. He came into the world. The world was made by him. The world knew him not. He came unto his own. His own received him not. 
But to as many as received him, gave he the authority to become the sons of God. John 1 10, John 1 11, John 1 12, John 1 13, which were not born of the will of man, blood nor flesh. James 1 18, of his own will begat he us by the word of truth. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, down the Old Testament, all those who were born were born of men and women. In the New Testament, we are born of heaven. Very clear, distinguishing thing. Being born again. First Peter 1 and verse 23. Being born again. Not of corruptible seed. But of incorruptible seed. By the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. What does he say? Being born. Not like. Men are women. Men and women. Who were born of the seed of Adam. But being born of the incorruptible seed of the word. A clear dividing line we see. Between physical human birth line. Matthew 11 from verse 12. And spiritual birth line. It places John the Baptist at the height of physical line. And says, those who are born of heaven, the least of them is greater. Are you sure you're in this place? I want to show you one more scripture. And then some other ones. What am I trying to teach this evening? I am teaching that the Old Testament is done away with. The Old Testament is done away with. And I'm trying to lay an emphasis on its invalid stance. Please, the easiest and the cheapest that comes to your mind is old shoe, new shoe. I said, no. Take it this way. Old or useless, decayed, or obsolete shoes versus new, never existed before now shoes. The Old Testament has been invalidated, it has been cancelled, it has been annulled, it has been disannulled. It has been abrogated. So when you say, I, I just like the prayer of Psalms. I just like what David said. You don't know the Bible. You are illiterate. But, uh, Pastor, what are you saying? Well, I'll tell you what I'm saying now. Romans 15 and verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning. That we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. The Old Testament is useless. It's useless. Things that happen under the Old Testament serve for learning. There's a difference. Don't expect promises made under the Old Testament come to pass in your life. Because it's invalid. But learn relationship ideologies. So, I'm saying this thought, this thought is not, is not a messy assembly thought. This thought is not some, some thought that somebody just shared with me and told me, I'm under bondage to perpetrate it or I will die or I will not live. This is in the Bible and it's clear. I'm trying to find from the lips of Jesus certain derogatory statements about the Old Testament that we all can learn from. So derogatory are some of them. Let's see. 
Luke's Gospel, chapter 9. Even Jesus. Someone said, Paul is mad. Why? Paul was one that said the Old Testament is useless. <laughs> Not so. Not so, lazy student of the Bible. He wasn't just Paul. The anti-Old Testament syndrome is not peculiar to Paul. It's all over the Bible. Just that many of us are lazy. We don't read our Bibles. First thing I discovered some years ago, I discovered that just, just, I said again, first thing I discovered many years ago, I discovered that just, just merely checking through portions mentioned at fellowship made me a big brother at FCS when I was reading A levels. When, I, when, when the fellowship president, Pastor, we used to call him brother, Sunday Ishehunwa, Ishehunwa, Kogi State, Ishehunwa. When he would just quote scriptures, Simply going back to check, I became too great. Because I'll just check and read and check. Then we'll come back. He'll we'll just say, All right, it's a Friday. No, it used to be Tuesday and Thursday. It's a Thursday. How many of you checked? Where told you to check on Tuesday? In about 400 brethren, I'll be the only one. And now we'll say, You? I'll say, Yes, sir. 400 Christians. Now, that, that simply means as we are now. Nobody will check. First thing. Second thing. Ah, I began to remember the quote. Eh? Hey, I became the great power of God. To, to be able to quote John 3 16 without jerking and jerking. Eh? For God so loved that. He, he gave his eh? clap for him. Clap for him. Any other one? Yes. The Bible says, let love be shared amongst us. Where is that one? Maybe like maybe like Genesis 2 or something. You know. I was a miracle worker for just being able to quote scriptures because many Christians are very, very lazy, like many of you in Bible study. All right? Luke 9, 51. Many Christians are very, very lazy. Bible study. They don't have much to do with God. And it came to pass. Luke 9, 51. Have you seen it? And it came to pass when the time was come that he should be received up. He steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And they went and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, will thou that will command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elijah did? Second Kings 1.10 Second Kings 1.10 Even as Elijah did, and when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, will thou that will command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elijah did? You know, they said, ah, Sir, you're a man of God, just like Elijah did. Fire to devastate 100 men. Elisha was worse. He had picked Elijah's mantle. 
He had crossed Jordan when he was trying to overflow. Some children began to mock him. Where is this bald-headed man from? He turned back and rebuked them. He cursed them. Two Shebear appeared and devastated 42 children. Call that genocide? Maybe. 42 children. Killing of women and children. Genocide. Mass destruction of women and children. Elijah prayed and a hundred men fell. Just like the Old Testament. Let's, let's pray. When the spirit of the Lord is upon my soul, I will dance like David dance. I will dance, I will dance, I will dance like David dance. Oh God, oh God, give us the wisdom of Solomon. Father, give us the skill of David. Yes, these are the prayers we pray all the time. Just like it happened here. Let us command fire to come down, consume them like Elijah did. How did Christ answer? Christ said, go on, that's it. I want a double portion like uh, Father Adeboye will say. He said, God, I want a double portion of the anointing upon Elijah. Upon Paul. Upon God himself. Jesus Christ. Time is true. The anointing upon Elijah, upon Paul, upon Jesus Christ, God Almighty Himself, times two, he won't he come. God said to him, according to him, I didn't, I was not there. Please do not say I was there. When we get to heaven and this thing is asked, don't ever say I mentioned it to you because God sees your heart here now. God sees you. I'm only giving you an example. I did not say I was there. When we get to heaven and the angel wants to slap somebody, I'm not one of them. Oh, I only had it. I watched it on television. And if there's a television in heaven and they say, what's the testimony? I, you are there. You had me now saying it to you. Time is true. And God said, you're asking for a hard thing, but I will give you. That God, eh? That God that said, I doesn't know the Bible. Doesn't know the meaning of the anointing. You don't know the meaning of the anointing. That's what it means. That's what it means. That's what it means. It's just like, I, 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 don't, I don't even always fancy examples because some, actually examples are very, very watery compared to heavenly things. I, I don't know the example to give here. But the anointing is a quality, not a quantity. It's a verb most times. It's an action. An action quality, not a quantity. Many of us always look at it from the quantity. See, I have the anointing. I'm more anointed than you. I am more anointed. Who, who are you? Look at me. I'm very, very anointed. We always use it in, in, in terms of capacitation of physical things. We are so humans are very greedy and prideful and full of themselves. He who has established us. And anointed us together with Christ is God. Who also had given to us the earnest. Second Corinthians 1 and verse 21. First John 2 and verse 20. You have an unction from the Holy One. And you know all things. First John 2 and verse 27. First Corinthians 12 and verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man for the profit, the common good of all. First Peter chapter 4 and verse 10. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister one to another, the same as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the word of God or the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability. 
ability that God giveth. The same God over all is rich to all that call upon his name. If God is at work within you, he's at work within me. The God at work within Paul is the same as work within Peter. The God at work within Christ is the same as work within you. Hallelujah. So when I saw, when Peter saw that the ministry of the uncircumcised was given to us, like the ministry of circumcised was given to them, he gave I and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship, only that we will remember the poor. Galatians 2 and verse 10, he said at verse 8, he that wrath effectually in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me unto the Gentiles. If God can use you, God can use me. If God that cannot use you, cannot use me, your God is false. My own is original. Do you understand this? You know, we have that, we have that stupid sentiment. Someone says, yeah. the grace the grace upon pastors are different do you know what grace means do you know what grace means no 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 you see I'm anointed more than you do you know what the anointing is and it's not like that it's just that it's just that God, God answers pastors more than prayers do you read your bible no it's just that Jesus died deeper death for pastors than for ordinary Christians. The kind of death Christ died for me is small. The kind of death he died for Gio is deep. Can you say you are talking nonsense? There are too many literates on the pulpit. Flood them out of the pulpit. Let them go back to do some secular war. We need only a few men in the pulpit. Intelligent men who are learned. In some parts of America, you cannot pastor a church unless you have a degree in theology. The same is coming past. It's going to come to pass in this country in the name of Jesus. If you don't go to school of Bible, you must not pastor church again. You are confusing people. Ah! You'll be saying nonsense. Things that are, that, that, that are hard of, that are evil and devilish, setting itself against knowledge of the glory of God in, in the face of Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke 9. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, okay, all right, um, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, don't do it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So everybody settle down. Don't worry. Power go. Power go. Let's go and sleep. He rebukes them. He said, because the spirit of the New Testament is not the same as that of the Old Testament. Check your Bible. Have you seen your Bible? You do not know what manner of spirit you are made of. The Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save. It means the Old Testament is destructive. The Old Testament is destructive. The New Testament is not. So when you say, I love the Old Testament, I just like the spirit of David, you are speaking about destruction. This is not coming from Mercy Assembly or from Paul. This is coming from Jesus Christ himself. The spirit of the Old Testament is not the spirit. The spirit of the Old Testament is a wrong spirit. This is not me. This is the Bible. If Jesus condemns an attitude and he makes that singular attitude an example of a particular frame of the Old Testament, you must be careful what you do with the Old Testament. Just one example. He could have just said, well, no problem, we are not Elijah. We are better than he said, he said, he said, he said he, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of. From for the son of man is not come to destroy. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder he said. Matthew 10. Did I say Matthew 10? 
No wonder. John 10 10. No wonder. John 10 verse 10. The thief who was Jesus calling thief. Hey! The pastor of there's a church called Jesus House. When you are moving to Bomosha like this, a redeemed church by this Jesus House. This pastor had a serious time with some members of BLF, some members of BLF who were allowed to take them. This scripture took him out of the ministry and they brought him back by eternal salvation. He could not answer the question. In his church, he fielded them. Who is the thief? They said, ah, We don't know. The thief. Who is the thief? Answer me, who is the thief? Blessed Dr. Tai will stand up and say, The thief is at verse 8. All that ever came, including all Old Testament prophets and priests, all. Who is the thief? All. Church, who is the thief? All. Katakata, don't boss be that. Pastor, bad down. Just watch what's going to happen very soon. Many of these pastors say things and goes because revival is not here. When revival breaks out, you'll be scared what you see. People will say, no. No. If you don't pay your tight, things will be tight. No. If you don't give, God will not give. No. Come here to be blessed. No. Ah, where are these ruffians from? They are from heaven. To discombobulate the findings of this earth. He said, look at verse 8 of John 10. All who ever came before me. Jesus, everybody. You say, oh, he said, he did not talk about David. Who is David? <laughs> He said all. What does all mean here? All means all in a particular sense. In this place. What is the sense? He said. He said. There's only a door to the sheepfold. It answers to Bible days husbandry. Animal husbandry. There could be one large sheepfold. Field. Each person could bring in a number of cattle or sheep, animals through the gates. When it was morning, domestic animals have a level of intimacy and sensitivity, recognition of keepers. Each shepherd will come and make a sound. His sheepfold will come and follow him. Take them to pasture. Take them to pasture and water. Bring them back. They will settle. So there could be a large yard of 20, 30 specific separated sheepfold with a shepherd. He said, on a good day, after paying your stipend to the person in charge of the entire place of settlement or rest against wolves and against evil men. You go through the door, next day you come through the door to take your own sheepfold and they know your voice and they will follow you. No mix up. No mix up. Happens with dogs. Happens with chicken. Your coalition of chicken, local hen, local cockerel can be 30. They will follow you. They know your voice. Once you step out, your own collection will follow you. Eat. It will go back to a common pain. But if it's your voice, it will follow. It's the same thing. So Jesus said, all that must come, must come through the door. He said, if you go through the roof or through the window, you are a thief. Then he says, I, Jesus, am the door. 
since every human who ever gained access to humanity before Christ came didn't come through the door. They didn't know he was the door who had appeared. They didn't know him. Had gone through other means because he's the door. He's the main door. He said, you are thieves. For trying to have access to human beings without the door, you're a thief. So all whoever came before the door came to have access to the sheep, which here stands for human beings, are thieves. Every person who had any encounter with human beings outside Christ are thieves. So when you say, I love the Old Testament, or pastor, what are you saying? Then you must know what Jesus is saying. Say, I'm the door. This is not about me. It's about Jesus talking. Jesus is the one here telling you, I'm the door. Not just old shoe, new shoe. New shoe, decayed shoe. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. You must go over the scriptures I had listed today and see how clearly and distinctly Jesus gives up the fact that the Old Testament is now invalid. Very, very invalid. Lift your hands. Pray in the Holy Ghost a while. 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 Pray in the 